Hey y'all, this is your girl Coach Nicola T on the beat, and you are now tuning into another episode of the Spacious Podcast, where transparency meets healing and faith meets mental health. And on today's episode, as you can see, I have a special guest with me uh-huh. today, Mr. G.S. Remarkable. I call him Greg himself. So the most specialist guest. <laughs> See, this, this is this. All right. Anyway, yeah, I have a special guest today that's going to help me cater to y'all today, give mm-hmm. y'all all the gems, snatch your edges, might even have you on the flow somewhere. You know, keep it real, keep it 100. Because in this episode right here, we're actually wrapping up this series, Religion versus Relationship. Mm. And so in this episode, we're talking about I've accepted God. Mm-hmm. What's next? Mm, that's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's what a good we're talking one. about today. We're talking about the as far as like okay, this idea came from as far as like when you in church and mm-hmm. now it's like you went to the altar. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't get your life. You did all your crying. Yeah, you know, did all your crying. And, and now it's, <laughs> it's time for some some real life action. Though. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So now you're at the point where you accepted god you just have you know did the salvation prayer all mm-hmm. of that but then it's like once you do that prayer and you leave out the church it's like well what yeah. happens next yeah yeah like what happens after that and that's the real thing you know because I, from my personal experience um a lot of churches don't have a a system set up for to help you in those after days yeah. That's why a lot of people find themselves, you know, falling away and falling off. And then you feel bad and you go through this this period where you're emotionally being attacked because you 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 were in the moment. Um you had all this excitement, this enthusiasm, this you felt all this warm love and then it just dropped to nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it's like, you know, somebody they can bear well, they start coming to church consistently mm-hmm. because now they got this fire up under them, like, yeah, hey, I'm ready to do this thing. I'm ready to be, you know, basically almost nearly sold out for Jesus. Yeah. And then it's just like they in there, they're doing what the righteous thing to mm-hmm. do as far as like, you know, they praising, they into the word, yada yada yada. They go to church consistently. Yeah. But then once they leave out, it's like, man, I'm back. No follow up. Yeah, no no follow up. Back at the Jeezy concert. <laughs> man. Or, mm. you know, in Florida, you know, everybody, they got they trained up. Yeah, they back at Trick Daddy. <laughs> man. Boots did everybody. I get it. I get no it. No you know what I'm saying? You know, I hey. get it. I get it. So. Yeah, that's why I brought you on here today. Just really to just, you know, we all, we both walk this walk. Like, mm-hmm. we walk this walk on a daily basis, and we still walk on this walk. And I know we've Definitely. had conversations um, as far as, like, you know, what it's like to actually, now you're in this space, like, okay, I want to actually build a relationship mm-hmm. with God instead of, and, you know, while detoxifying from the religious exactly. aspect. So just give us a little, like, you know, description of what your journey has been like thus far in three words. In three words, um, I would say that my journey had, <clears throat> excuse me, my journey has been um, exciting, enlightening, and unreal. Mm. That's how I would describe it. 
Um, and the reason I say unreal is because I've been, ex I've been, I guess, exposing myself. Or God has been exposing things to me that um, that I can only describe as unreal, like unreal, um, exciting because the fact that it's like when when you're able to when you're able to draw into the relationship. Think about when you first start dating somebody. It's exciting. Yeah. You know, it's exciting in that time period. It's that's the portion where you're 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 most enthused about them. Um you're so you're just so into them. It don't matter what they can be chewing a piece of gum and you're like, man, you just <laughs> I just love the way you chew gum. You know, you just yeah. you're all in it, and that's how the relationship. Um, that that God has been showing to me has been. I'm I'm just excited about every little thing, and it's good to have people around that I can share that excitement with, because the normal person would probably be like, "What you talking about?" Right. But when I have to go to somebody, be like, "I just love how God you go." <laughs> they get what I'm saying. They you know, they understand what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, my journey has been. I I honestly I I was brought up in the church. Um, and I was like many where I wasn't taught about the relationship, mm. you know, at all. Yeah. Um, it was more of a, the relationship we did build was actually traumatic. You know what I'm saying? That'd be the word. It was more traumatic than anything. You know, we thought we was going to hell for every little thing we did, you know? Um, so that, that led to a period of my life where, uh, um, what they call straight away, mm. you know? Um, or they, uh, the other word I, I like, backslid. It's like, guys, that's a word for you. Your backslider, you know. But um, but the thing about it is, and it's in the Bible. Um, and I'm not good with with okay. regurgitating the scriptures. You gotta be the but they talk about how when you raise up a child in the way that they should go, mm -hmm. and they will never depart. I, I'm a living proof of that. Like my parents, my mom, my dad, they were actually able to sow the seed of God into my life. Even though it wasn't quite the relationship, God was going to take care of that part. Mm. You know, he was going to take care of that part within the time that it needed to be taken care of. Um, so, yeah, I was I was the seed was planted. So at a certain point in my adulthood, he was able to bring me back into him. And it wasn't even a time where where everything was going. You know how sometimes it's like. In the movies, you see you're broke, busted, and disgusted. <laughs> yeah. You crawling back to the Lord, like <laughs> on your knees, on your knees, like this is my last. You know, it won't, it won't quite that for me. You know, um, it was like that eternally, mm. eternally. My spirit was broke, busted, and disgusted. My my heart was broke, busted, and disgusted. Um, so he was able to mend that heart for me, and um. So once that that took place, um, I, I'm I'm trying to think what helped me understand the relationship part, and it, it, it may be because that's something that is more talked about now than it was in early parts mm -hmm. of coming up in the church. Mm -hmm. um, but whatever it was, he he was able he was able to reveal that to me. You know what it was? What was it? It was the <laughs> fact that. We were going through COVID. Mm 
yep. During that time period. Yep. We were going through COVID and it won't no church to go to. Mm-hmm. You had to sit in your house and you had to figure out how to talk to God. Yeah. It was just you and him. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Man, but that made me think about the whole pandemic differently now. See that now see that's where that's where things like shifted for me because mm. it was like I was on this wavery type mm-hmm. of like relationship with God. Like mm-hmm. I'm doing this, but you know, I was one of the backsliders. I yeah. Sliding backwards, not too harshly, but yeah. it was still backsliding. Yeah. But it wasn't until the pandemic, like it just shifted everything. Yeah. And as being in the natural, like in this environment, mm-hmm. we think that it's just so harmful. It was so bad. And yeah. I believe I talked about this in a previous episode where it's just like this. It was a plan behind yeah. this. Like it was used for the greater good. Mm-hmm. It was used for the greater good of just like actually cleansing, mm. cleansing the earth. Like while we was in the house. Nature was being replenished, yeah, because we had tainted it so much, yeah. People had to actually sit down and talk to their family members, yeah, and talk, even talk to themselves. Talk Figure to out they ain't like them wives they married, right? Them the husbands they married, yep, the men too. Figure out that wasn't it. That wasn't it. Like mm. even themselves, they had to sit down and really face reality. That's what happened to me. Yeah, that's that's ex- that was my path. I was stuck in the, and when I tell you that was not. Those was not easy days for me. Those wasn't. It was not easy days. Um, Much needed, but not easy. Because when you got to sit and you have to look yourself in the mirror, and and me, I don't know about other people, but I was in the house. I had recently gone through a breakup. Mm -hmm. Um, My cousin was staying with me. She had recently left um, and moved in with her boyfriend. So this was the first time in my 30-something years of life where I was literally by myself, by myself. And I bet God was like, oh. I got you now. <laughs> I got you now. I got you now. Because that's what he did. He made me actually um, focus. So it was literally the first time where like, God had my full attention. Yeah, my full attention, no distractions, no church to have to dress up, look nice for people, the, no, no ushers telling me to move out the way so people could slide by you know like it was just it was just me and me and god that's it and that was literally the first time in my life he had my full attention like that mm-hmm. first time ever before it was always you know kids girlfriends family it was always things in place that distracted me from him but um yeah but and it's, it's it's crazy to even talk about the pandemic in that way because the pandemic was it was really traumatizing for a lot of people. Yeah, you know, my family took a really big. Did you did you lose in your family as well? See, yep. so it was like yeah, it was it was just it was it wasn't the best time. So when I refer to it, I try to be really compassionate about that time period because. A lot of people don't look at it as in the place as how we did. You know, we we may look at it as a something that was needed. A lot yeah. of people are like, that shouldn't have been needed. You know, right. they lost they lost loved ones. Um, but it was a time where God had our full attention. Mm-hmm. 
you know. It just definitely shook the table, I tell you that much. Mm. And I believe something vital, just treading back a little bit, something vital that you said was that um, even in your family, even though you wasn't taught the relationship part of it yet, the seed was still planted. Mm -hmm. And I think even in this time, that's something that that can be very well missed. Mm. We can miss the fact that the seed was planted, yeah. even though it wasn't grown properly or it wasn't taken care of or watered in the proper way. Mm -hmm. It was like the seed was still planted because I believe like at the end of the day, that's what God needs. Yeah, He needs the seed to be planted. Mm -hmm. And it was like. Uh, something that I was reading was it was in the devotion. It was talking about God speaks through like our relationships. Mm. So it's like, you know, the first relationships that we have is with our parents. Mm -hmm. It's with our family. Yeah. So he, it's like he needed our parents. He needed our family members to plant that seed of, you know, under just knowing who he was yeah and maybe that was all that was the plan that, that was the only assignment mm -hmm. that was they was supposed to do at the time yeah think about it if somebody you have a forest the person that is planting a tree they may not they may not know how to cultivate a forest mm -hmm. they don't need to know yeah they just need to plant that seed for the tree to grow and um, I think it was, I think it was, because a lot of times we refer to that, the old, the, and I don't know how to refer to the back in the day church, but we say they traumatized us. We say that they, you know, they, they didn't tell us about relationship. We try to point out things that wasn't going on when in reality, it may have just been there for them to plant that seed for us, yeah. you know? But then that brings up the thought of like, what well, did they go out of alignment of the assignment they were supposed to have? Maybe so. Because it's because I, you know, I was one of those people too. Like, ain't nobody teach me no relationship. Nobody taught me what that mm -hmm. was. It's because they ain't know. They couldn't teach something they didn't know. That's true too. They couldn't teach something they didn't know. They didn't know about it. Um, you got to think also, you know, religion and spirituality. Um, are so close knit that people miss it. You know, um, religion was used as a weapon a lot of times, especially in the black culture. Mm -hmm. Religion was used as a weapon. Um, our families, you know, came from these time periods where religion gave them hope of some type, um, even though it, it it allowed them to to function in the turmoil that they was in versus spirituality, you get your power back. You know, you get your power back. You know that you don't have to, um, you don't have to deal with certain things um, versus religion. You may just have you pray through your sickness or pray, pray through your poverty. Um, spirituality lets you know that you ain't got to be sick nor poor, you mm -hmm. know? Um, if it is taught. Properly. Just talk properly because now I'm just thinking like well maybe that's where the traumatic part comes in because mm -hmm. we have this 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 book yeah aka the bible mm -hmm. we have this book that's in front of us that's basically it is a manual to teach us how to actually get through life yeah. But the thing is, like, the way that it was taught to us was it taught improperly to the point that 
you know, religion came in and it did come become like a very traumatic experience for yeah. us. Yeah. Because it was taught wrong. It was yeah, it was taught. Yeah. I would I would agree with that because that's what I that's what I experienced. That's exactly what I experienced. Um but once I started to understand the relationship of things, man, everything made sense. Mm. Everything made sense. So do you feel like the relationship is necessary before you even start to get into like the the actual Bible? I think so. I mean, even if we refer, even if we relate it back to, even if we relate it back to um, a dating situation, before you get, before you get a chance to dive into a person's, um, before you start to dig deep into a relationship of a person, like you start to know why they may act like they do, why they feel like they do why they before you get into all the whys you have a relationship with them you just you just love them or you like them um and then that love for them makes you dive deeper into everything else into peeling back those layers of them so yeah i I feel like the relationship part but the question is how do we how do we establish a relationship Mm. Um, I believe that comes from like the the unlearning mm-hmm. and the detoxifying. Mm-hmm. Like, in order to be taught something new, you have to go through the process of unlearning and redefining. Yeah. Things. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, and and I only I think about that because that's that's similar. I can only. My um, my situation is so important to me that I'm constantly dissecting it, mm-hmm. constantly dissecting it. Um, and when I say situation, I mean as far as how I've gotten to this point in my life with Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so delicate to me because I see where things could have took like a major left or a major right. Um, but I stay, you know, God had kept me on track to to where I am now, even though it's still a long ways to go. Um, but I also had a yearning. Mm-hmm. The yearning is what, like, helped me establish the relationship. Like, I felt like, and that yearning was for years. Mm-hmm. It was for years. It wasn't like a couple months. It was like years, years of my spirit being pulled and my spirit telling me like, no, it's something else you're looking for. It's something else you're looking for. It's something else you want. I tried to, of course, fill those things up. And when I, you know, no, that that wasn't it. That wasn't it. Let me try this. That's not it. Mm -hmm. I jumped to other religions, you know, I, I researched and that wasn't it. You know, so um, it's almost like the bad dating scene before you find your wife. Mm. You know, yeah. um, that's that's what it was. But it was the yearning for my spirit. My my heart was pulling me. It was almost like that seed that was planted was like you know how if you put a you put a 
you put a, flower, a plant in your home, right? The leaves will naturally grow towards the light. Yeah. You know, like, and that's what that's what I felt like though. Like that seed that was planted was naturally grow, going towards the light. And um, the thing about it is, the enemy got so much to do with that because he'll try to like he spent years he spent years keeping me away from it. Years. He dedicated his whole time. He probably had a I had a whole squad, FBI devil squad, keeping me away from what I yeah. needed to be at. Like he oh, was yeah, dedicated. That's what he do. He's very strategic, but he used mm -hmm. the same stuff over and over. Yeah, he just was so dedicated. He was dedicated, and I fell victim to it time after time after time. Mm. You know, um, to the point you know we even even going through a period where you just question God. Oh, yeah, that's the real thing. Too. Question God, like, you ain't real. Right. You ain't keeping it real. Right. So how does, because I know a lot of people, they, you know, that is a natural phase to mm -hmm. have to just, like, question God on a lot of things because mm -hmm. it's just like, mm, I don't know if you're really here. So it's like, how do you get to that point of just, like, coming back to, like, I know, like, this is God. Like, I know this is him. I know that he is real. How can somebody fight that? Because it's like a mental battle mm -hmm. that they're going through. Yeah, I, I don't. Um, I don't think it's necessarily. You gotta think about it. When we say the word God, we're talking about the divine, right? Right, the Creator, mm -hmm. right? It ain't nothing gonna stop his his his. It's nothing gonna stop his influence on our life. There's nothing. nothing. Yeah. But it's a it's about the accepted acceptance piece and actually that will. listening. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that will. Mm -hmm. That that continuous fire and that yearn that draws a person closer or, you know, away from them, depending on what they got going on. Yeah. So I guess the the better question that I should ask is like what is some unlearning that you had to do to even get to this point? Mm. in your relationship with God. man i had to do a lot of it was a lot of unlearning mm -hmm. it was a whole lot i mean for one you i had to seek god for myself mm -hmm. that's the first step because we you know we live in a time period where everybody's spewing out all this information half of it be wrong my mom she's going through seminary school right now and she, i was talking to her the other day she was like you know that story they say in the old testament uh when the priest they uh, had the bell on them, and they used to go in church, and if the priest fell down, mm -hmm. they pull him out. She said, that's not nowhere in the Bible. They said, well, they pull that man out on no rope. But time after, that's, that's something that they tell you in church. They had to pull the priest out. If they heard his bell stop. It's like, so that lets me know right there that people, there's so much information, misinformation out there that you literally have to seek God for yourself. I remember when I, I went through um my my adult portion of me being saved and i say that because i've been saved a few times yeah, i don't been saved, yeah, been saved. Like, you know time. look at your bank account it ain't right you ran to the church lord save me uh -huh. you know, tax time come <laughs> you forget you back at the jesus concert uh -huh. you know but um but but going through this this last period where i was really able to understand um i remember the the guy um, you know, the, the men in the church, they had their the hands laid on me. 
Um, I was boohoo crying. I know I'm a gangster, but y'all, I was crying that day. But um, and he told me right before I left the the altar to go sit down, he said, "Read your Bible." Mm-hmm. And I remember I tried reading it after that, but I was like, "Man, what? Is, what I don't know what I'm reading." I knew what I was reading, but I didn't know the the implementation into right. my life, right? Um, because that wasn't the first step. Mm. The step was to get the relationship. Because mm-hmm. when you get the relationship, think about it, referring back again to dating, right? You're If you just now getting to know somebody and you really not tight to them on them like that, and you go to their mama house, and they mama pull out that the picture album mm-hmm. and start going. This is and they was they was in second grade right there. You don't really care. Yeah, like, I don't even know about like a person like that. You know what right. I'm saying? But when you're deeply in love with a person, and mama pull that photo album out, you write by mama. What they doing in that right there? Who is this? Who is that? It's time for the book now. You know, we can't. We it wasn't time for me to jump into the book. God needed to speak to me more. I needed to spend time with him more. I needed to I needed to prove to myself why this relationship was so valuable to me. Mm-hmm. You know, um so I didn't I actually started with more of the the seeking to understand him. I was in more books, you know, books that talked about him, the power and purpose of prayer. I've been reading that book for the past two or three years. It don't take that long to read that book. But I, I go into it because it like it's a representation of his relationship, mm-hmm. how he thinks, how he functions, right? Think about it. When you start liking somebody, you go through their Facebook, you going way back in their pictures. Yeah, looking at all the pictures. You going way back in there. You going looking at their posts. What was they talking about? What was they thinking about during this time period? You're not you're not going to the source yet. You're going to references. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to references. References help you establish the relationship first. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I, I'm really just thinking about this in real time as we talk now because I haven't decide, I haven't dissected the journey like this before. You know, and um, but man, it's been a it's been a ride. Yeah, it's been a ride. It's always a ride. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that's what it is. It's gonna be a mm-hmm. ride. Like it's like, are you gonna put your seatbelt on Ooh. and stop up? Hey, and you go through that time period where God is so valuable in your life, but you feel like you may not be able to talk about it because oh yeah, you did not. just go to that Jesus concert last night. <laughs> so you know then it's like, oh, it's that battle between um like like. You're still understanding what grace, mm-hmm. what grace is. Mm-hmm. You're still understanding, like, dang, do I have to be perfect, quote unquote, <laughs> right off the bat? And something, because I know that word righteous, it, mm-hmm. it triggers some people a lot because they think that word means perfect. Mm. But I was listening to something the other day and it was saying that righteous, it's not about being to be righteous is not about being perfect. It's to be in right standing with God. Mm-hmm. Being right, being standing. right standing, being right standing. When you driving down the road, like we're all citizens of America, mm-hmm. United States of America, right? We driving down the road. I got, I it got me a couple months ago. Police car, whoop, 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 going too fast. Mm-hmm. He go over there. He write out ticket. Give me that ticket. 
I got to go about my business, right? Mm -hmm. Am I still an American citizen with that ticket? Yeah. I am. <laughs> I'm still an American citizen. Like that didn't, that infraction didn't stop the fact that I'm a citizen of the United States. Mm -hmm. You know, even though I was doing something wrong, I broke a law. I was speeding when I shouldn't have been speeding. Um, and we have to think about righteousness like that. Yeah. You know, like just because you got an infraction doesn't because I, I used to I, I told you I used to be a runner. I go half. Oh, I do yeah. something wrong. I go duck off. I had I be walking past God like whoo, 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 whistling. And he'd be like, look at him. But I see you. You know, but that was that was how I felt. I felt as though God ain't feeling me right now. He's not feeling me. He upset with me right now. Um, I didn't do this right. He 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 not feeling me, not knowing that or not. And, but he knew. He was like, you know what? You just got to get to know me a little bit more. That's it. Just got to get to know me a little more. That's all. That's all it takes. Like, mm -hmm. That's the, the most vital thing about having a relationship or building a relationship with God is seeking to understand him. Definitely. Because he knows, especially, you know, we was born into sin, okay? We, we came out doing things mm -hmm. that we wasn't supposed to do. Yeah. So it's like, it's a level of grace that is extended for you to just like, hey, like I know you're not going to get it out right, right off the bat, but that doesn't mean I want you to stop here. Yeah. I want you to keep progressing and going forward. Like, and, and it also with the example that you gave, it's it, that shows the difference between like conviction versus condemnation. Mm hmm. Like, you are not supposed to sit here and condemn yourself and feel like, man, God don't want me no more. I'm not a child of God no more because I done went out here to the GZ concert. I done smoked a little piece. I done, like, no. Might as well turn up for real right, now. I might as well go all out. Like, yeah, that's how it be. That's how it be in real mm -hmm. life. Let's keep it real. But that doesn't mean that he wants you to just stray away from him again. Mm -hmm. He wants you to fall in position of just like understand like this is a moment for correction for me. Exactly. This is a, a moment for me to understand like what is not going to benefit me. This is a moment to understand like this is a poor habit that mm -hmm. I have taken in. So I need to take this as a moment to really take this in this conviction moment so that i can learn how to break the cycle exactly and help that because this breaking that cycle is what's going to draw me closer mm -hmm. in relationship and he gonna help break it he gonna right. help break it you may wake up one day and you don't even you don't even have it you don't even have a thirst for it no more and that cycle is broken he don't did that with plenty of stuff with me mm -hmm. and i just have to and i would look up one day and be like you know what i don't okay god Mm -hmm. I appreciate you taking that away from me because it was hard for me. Right. It a lot of times we don't want his way either because mm -hmm. oh he, yeah, he'll, he'll just whoo cold turkey. Yeah, he don't got yeah. Me. I don't <laughs> got hit with that too. I don't got hit with those too. Like those ain't nice. I be I actually make sure I stay away from that one. He tell me first two times I'm good on that because once he ripped the rug up under you, mm -hmm. it's a different <laughs> it's a different ball game. Exactly. But it's for your better good, though. It is. Mm -hmm. It is. So if you had to say, just like as we start to wrap up here, for those that are in that position right now as we speak, mm -hmm. like they have went through their salvation prayer, they know they have that yearning 
Mm -hmm. to draw closer to God like what are some practical things like if you would say three practical things that they could do to yeah. really draw into that to character. draw into it um yeah. I would I would I would get um somebody that you can talk to that understands um you know where you at and what you have going on um that's definitely needed um, it's just like, you know, learning anything new. When you learn something new, you want to tell somebody about it. And you want that person you tell to to be either just as interested or excited about it as well, too. Um, so try to get uh try to get within a lot of the churches have small groups. Um there's a there's a lot of of um you know Facebook groups or social media groups that you can maybe be a part of. Um, if, if it's not directly around you, um, find you a good, find, do some research on a book. Like it, it may not be, it may not be, you, you may not be ready to jump right into the scripture right. and start reading the scripture. Um, find a good book, a book that, that, you know, is, is going to help you continue your spiritual walk or learn something about your spiritual walk because, um, God is we God is more places than the Bible. The Bible is more of a manual. Right. You know, it's mm -hmm. the it's the manual. Um yeah, so that would be number two. Find you a good book. And the third one would be um keep your reasons top of mind. Mm -hmm. Like keep your reason for wanting and building this relationship. Keep that top of mind. If you have to Right, I have a whiteboard in my room, and and is is interesting because what I wrote on that whiteboard at the beginning of my walk, my renewed walk, what I wrote on that whiteboard, like I had to see it every morning, and and now when I think about what I had on it, it was it was so elementary compared to you know where I'm at now, but it was so needed. For me to constantly remind myself on why I was doing it and what I was doing it for, um, mine was to hurt, and you probably feel that hurt too. Like I was so deeply hurt, like deeply hurt. It wasn't a doctor. It wasn't uh, you know I was in therapy, like I was doing all kind of stuff, but nothing could heal that hurt, you know. So um, hurt was my. I was deeply, deeply heartbroken. Um, and that was that was my reason. And I constantly reminded myself um of that. Um and when something deeply hurts you, you you don't do it. You you do everything you can to get away from that hurt. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. you do everything you can. Um so yeah, those would be my three things. Find you a, a circle, a, a support circle that can you can talk about this stuff because God's gonna be revealing things to you. Mm -hmm. He's going to be revealing things to you. You're not going to want to keep it to yourself. Right. You know, um, find you a, a book that is relative to whatever it is you want to learn about God. Um, don't necessarily jump to the scripture yet, but still, if God takes you there, go there. Um, and third, definitely um, keep your keep your why top of mind. Mm -hmm. Keep your why top of mind because you don't want to keep cutting yourself. You know. Yeah, you want to Mm -mm. So what's a good book? I know you said a good book. I got one too, but I'm gonna man, I got a whole you. list of them. <laughs> man, um, man, let me see. 
Let me see. Yeah, because I because I've um I have let me think of some books I have at the house. I know the power and purpose of prayer was really good. Look up, look up um Dr. Miles Monroe. The reason I say him because he's a astounding teacher. Like, and oh, that's another one. I'm gonna put four bonus. I'm gonna give you a bonus one. Start to align your spiritual resources. Yeah. Like you don't have to just, you don't have to. I'm, I'm gonna give y'all my 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 playlist, my coaching circle. Um, Dr. Miles Monroe. He has tons of YouTube videos. He has an app that you can go to. He has multiple books. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you old, you got a DVD playing your house. He got DVDs for you too. Like, but he's a teacher. Like, so I have him. He's my top dog teacher. I have a bishop. So I attend a local church. I have my bishop there. My podcast area, I have, I listen to a lot. I listen to Michael Todd. I listen to a couple um, other people as well on the podcast arena. Um, Man, but you see how I have different spiritual coaches for different things. Um, So, so try to kind of develop that. That ain't something that you need to drop all at once but start to you know set up your lineup so that you're getting spiritually fed from different areas um because that's going to help you understand but definitely uh, uh the top two i would definitely say a bishop or a pastor someone that's that's close to you that you can you can maybe schedule a meeting with if you need to talk um and then a teacher somebody that actually mm-hmm. teaches the word because is is not just something we just understand by right, default, right yeah. you know. So a teacher will definitely connect the dots for you. Right. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why I say Bible study. Like that's one of the um one of the big things that I would say is a great tool as well. It's like tapping into like the a great uh transforming or informing Bible study group that matches up with your age group. Even mm-hmm. like I I attend a Bible study group a couple about two of them actually and just to be in an environment where it's constantly like people that are growing mm-hmm. they want to know God they're around my age yeah. and they just you know we're all sitting there just learning 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 mm-hmm. together like we need each other we need community mm-hmm. so I would add on to that as well another great book I would say is um it's called fervent it's by Priscilla. I forgot her last name, but her mm-hmm. first name is Priscilla. Mm-hmm. Um, Fervent. That is a great book that helped me to understand how to actually strategize my prayers mm. and actually pray fervently. Yeah, definitely a prayer book is a prayer book. Our guy is. So neat, because that's your communication. Right, that's your communication. That's your communication. That's your communication. Mm. If you ain't communicating with a person, you ain't got a relationship with them. Right, exactly. And mm-hmm. then a lot of times, even when it comes down to prayer, I might have to do a podcast episode by prayer, mm-hmm. but hey, you never know. But um, even when it comes to prayer, it's just like, a lot of times we feel like we have to say certain things, but mm-hmm. a lot it's about, um, sometimes God just wants you to sit there. Yeah. You don't yep. always have to say something all the yep. time. Your tears, how you feel, that speaks mm-hmm. for itself. So I would just say find community, like he said, tap into those resources. That's so important. And yeah, that's about it. Mm-hmm. So 
Um, and then also extended communities that we have out there. I have a new one that's out here right now, Grace Circle. This is a space where we integrate mental health and faith together. The mm -hmm. mission is still at hand. So that's another community group that you can tap into as well because it's helping you to grow um, mentally. But also we're adding that kingdom, that faith concept there, there too, as well because it's so We didn't get into no kingdom talk. Um, we didn't get it to that's another one. Yeah, that's another one. Y'all gotta, gotta slow it down. Yeah, yeah we, we gotta, gotta slow it down on there. Hey, but I tell you, once I found <laughs> once I started understanding kingdom, ooh, the game changed. The game changed. Yeah, mm -hmm. it did. So let the people know how they can stay connected with you. Man, y'all can find me. Um, really was, but it's not Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I am um Greg GS Remarkable Lender, man. Y'all can just Google GS Remarkable on google and gs remarkable is is probably on one of these tags right here just copy that right there throw it in google facebook instagram you'll be able to find me and my company remarkable six studios where we cater to um businesses brands and entrepreneurs providing photo video and marketing elements to help grow these businesses and let small business do big business numbers mm. Big business. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh -huh. What about social media? You didn't even tell anybody. Social media, GS Remarkable. Y'all gonna find me. Y'all okay, gonna find me. Listen, one thing about me, I ain't hard to find. I've been doing this for a while. All right, well, y'all heard it. He said mm -hmm. he ain't hard to find, so go find him. Mm -hmm. All right, so y'all, that wraps it up for today's episode. Today, I do thank you. Yeah, no so problem. No problem at all. Today. I love to come dropping jewels. Okay. Well, I don't know. Did I get some jewels today? Not like I used to though. I usually it. it's usually you know I mean, you Tom a, Brady with it, but yeah, I I usually go for half court, but it's okay. Next time, next time up here, time. I'll shoot from half court for y'all. Yeah, it's gonna be that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, y'all make sure y'all stay connected with Spacious Podcast. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. Share with your people. Share with your friends. Tell somebody. Tell somebody. And also follow us on Instagram at Spacious Podcast and the Gracious Space Community at underscore Gracious Space as well. And as always, this is a message from your girl, Coach Nicole T. And don't forget, show yourself some grace. Mm -hmm. All right, we out.